the college football experience, Texas A and M Aggies, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet, bet a hundred dollars at win bet and get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN. They're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by Draft Day 2.0. Yes, make sure to check out Draft Day 2.0 starting August 9th at noon Pacific. Ryan Real Money Kramer of the Sports Gambling Podcast will begin drafting for 24 straight hours, the fantasy football marathon that just doesn't stop. But also it's the fantasy football marathon that will raise money for Daryl. Daryl's a loyal listener of ours who was injured in a motorcycle accident. We're wishing him the best and we're trying to help out. So head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash draft day for more details. Hey, what's up you degenerate gamblers. This is bill Burr and you're listening to S G P N let it ride baby. Yes, yes. Woo-hoo. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Texas A&M Aggies 2022 season preview episode. My name is Colby Swiggin Database Dan aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> yes, representing the 12th man, subscribe on YouTube to the College Football Experience. And wherever you listen to podcasts, I'd also remember subscribe to the College Basketball Experience. We talk both year round. Buzz Williams doing a great job there, and the College Baseball Experience. A and M's good team, good team this past year. Subscribe to all those. But here we're talking Aggie football. Aggie up. I am joined by my co-host. Give it up for former former JMU Duke defensive back, the Burrito Eating sideline kiss stealing. Oh, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, oh yeah, I'm a wild one. We got a wild one here, Patty C, because off season. I mean, it's been wild. First off, Texas A&M landed the number one recruiting class in the country. Old Nick Saban, not happy with that. Jimbo Fisher basically said this after. I can't talk to this son of a bitch. <laughs> I can't talk to that son of a bitch. I really can't. I can't. <laughs> Patty C. I mean, a lot of a lot of talk, a lot of talk. But I'll have you know, I locked up the under on A and M last year. How'd that work out? For it you? cashed for me. There you go. It cashed. You look back at a year ago, Patty C. 
there's so much to talk about, but they were eight and four and they're damn well, pretty close to being eight and five. If Colorado was up like 59 minutes in that game. Um, what do you make? What do you make of what we have going on in college station? I think it's great. Great entertainment. The Saban Fisher saga. I think it was great that Jimbo Fisher alluded to Nick Saban paying players. Cause you just saw Jeremy Pruitt uh, his former DC, which we all knew yes. all along anyway. But that is definitely the pot calling the kettle black. Um, they beat Bama last year, though. They, they beat did, Bama, they so beat Bama. nice little fuck you last year and too. What we thought was going to be the game of the year, it turned out pretty much to be the game of the year. Maybe, um, certainly on a very short list. Uh, but like you said, a couple hiccups here and there that uh, can't now, can't be overlooked. Now they lost Haynes King early, and it was Zach Calzada. <laughs> right? Have you ever had a calzada? I have had a calzada. Delicious dish at they an are. Italian restaurant. <laughs> He's gone though. Uh so maybe you could say that was some of it, Patty C. But I do want to just talk Jimbo Fisher for a second. Jimbo Fisher's 34 and 14 in four years at AM. He's 117 and 37 overall. He has a national championship, even though, in my opinion, I don't think he would have won a national championship had there been a, a invitational in 2013. Yeah, you think they lucked up? They did play an Auburn team that kind of had to have two miracles. That go was their the way one they barely they barely got past Auburn. So uh, yeah. the ACC schedule? No, uh, you know me, I'm not buying into the ACC schedule. Yeah, pretty sure Clemson wasn't quite there yet. I think that may have been the one year where Clemson was just getting there, but Florida State got the W. Yeah. Um, but other than that, you know, obviously they've gone in different directions since then. Uh, but with I, NIL, Texas A&M is going to be dominant as far as bringing in talent. Yes. I think that is going to happen regardless, whether it's Fisher or whether it's, you know, Jim Bob Cooter, you know what yeah. I mean? doesn't matter who's coaching it. Yeah. I mean, right? Texas money and Texas talent go hand in hand. The boosters are going to go and get that talent. I mean, the fact that Texas went into the sec talk about, let's talk about how that move has paid off for them. Texas A&M yeah, yeah. moving in. It yeah. sounds like, I mean, to this point it's paid off pretty well for them. Yes. And Missouri. Yeah. I Missouri mean, I went to say. the sec East championship a couple times. It has since stopped paying dividends for Missouri, but early on it was good. But Texas A and M long-term seems to have made this into a positive thing for themselves. Um, I think you're right. I think based on that additional cachet, because they were kind of little brother in the big 12 with Texas, Texas was still calling the shots. Texas A and M said, Hey, wait, 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 wait. You guys aren't any better than we are. Like, I love it. Let's yeah. get this straight. And they went to the sec and now Texas is the one, one following Texas A and M around. I do think there's national championship potential here, but is it going to actually happen on the field is a different story. I was about to say, I mean, you look, they haven't won an adult national championship since what? 1940 pre world war two or something. Uh, look, Jimbo Fisher's 34 and 14 in four years at a and M. You, what if Man. I told you now he had to go through COVID and there was a less games that season, although that was his best season, but, but Patty C look at the screen right now up there. Kevin Sumlin was 36 and 16 in his first four years. Pretty similar. Pretty fucking similar. It just makes me wonder. Um, now I will say this unbelievable recruiting class. You look at yeah. what was it like the top? I feel like seven of the top 15 defensive linemen. Yeah. Uh, went to Texas A&M, which is, it, we'll see if that can pay How off. How does that even happen? Like if you're the seventh best, why would you want to go there? Well, yeah. I, I wonder if they will transfer eventually, but they, they're going to they're go the Georgia route. 
where it seems like they don't, they might not have the best quarterback, but they're going to load up on the line as a scrimmage. My only argument to that is I don't believe Georgia would have won the national championship. Had they played in the sec West last year? I think you have a very good point. I think it's a much harder grind right now in the sec West than it is the sec East. And so, yeah, we're seeing a and M drop games that they shouldn't necessarily drop based on a talent standpoint. Although when we get to the composites, they're still pretty far down the list. They're like number five within the conference from a composite talent standpoint, which is about where they're finishing in the standings. So I don't even know that you can say that Fisher is underperforming based on the talent level. I think he's just got to continue to recruit at an elite level. Which we'll see. We'll he's see done well. Last year was obviously amazing, like the best class ever. But right now, not but that great. Doesn't that look? Last year was great, and I, I don't want to take take a shot at that. But uh, bringing in seven defensive linemen, only four can play at once. Now I understand depth is huge. Yeah, and who knows if those guys stay? But I still think you got to get an elite quarterback. And I, when I look at this team right now, I don't see an elite quarterback. Sure. And I didn't when uh, what's the guy in the Vikings? Mm. Kellen Mond. Yeah. You know, uh, he was yeah, pretty average. I just don't know. I mean, I mean Johnson has decent stats. Which, well, his dad is Brad Johnson, former Florida State quarterback. Yeah. I mean, he was all right as a freshman. He was all right as a freshman. He didn't play horrible. Yeah. But I wasn't super impressed. If, if, uh two seasons now at LSU th- before the transfer. 59 and 60% completion percentage in uh, those respectively. Um, and then it, a total of 35 touchdowns and seven interceptions. I'd say that's very acceptable. You got to get the per- completion percentage up, but the touchdown interception ratio is unbelievable. Yeah. So look, I think if you're Texas A&M and you can surround a guy like that with talent, uh, elite talent, then yeah, you can win big. I think they might be there, you know, but there's still the sec West to get through. And that's my that's my problem there. But let's yeah. let's hop into it. Offensive coordinators Daryl Dickey and James Coley. They were fifty sixth in total offense a year ago, forty fourth in rush offense, eighty eighth in pass offense, seventy first in total offense. That's not that's not cutting it based on that talent, no. right? No, eighty first in total offense. Yeah, yikes. Uh, six starters are back on that offense. Like I said, Haynes King potentially back. He started a ga- two games for them last year for the injury. Max Johnson. I think it's going to be Max Johnson starting at the quarterback spot. They did lose Isaiah Spiller at running back. They lost Widemeyer, the tight end. They lost the uh, All-American guard Kenyon Green. All uh, big losses. Or Kenyon Keon Green. I don't remember. Kenyon. Yeah. yeah is it Kenyon it. or Keon? Kenyon. I, f- I forget. Yeah. Yeah. First um, round pick number fifteen. Stud. Yeah. Stud. Tough uh, to lose that. Now they they got Devin. I like to call him Octane. Devin Octane at running go. back. I think he's going to be nasty. Uh, 93 yeah. uh super plus. He'll be nasty because the O-line's bringing back 3 of 5 on the O-line line led by center Bryce Foster. They got two or three wideouts back. Uh I, I Anina Smith, Patty C just caught like a what do you get a DUI weapons charge, but it got dropped as we projected. <laughs> it, it, we were in the SGPN Discord channel saying, "Oh. <laughs> what night a night before SEC Media Day, he gets hit with those things." Yeah, wasn't and I he, said, he watch. Said, he won't even miss a fucking half. I said, <laughs> he won't even miss a half, uh, and that seems to be true. Uh, he was the team's leader in. Uh, I mean, he's electric. He's year. electric. Yeah. Him, uh, Jalen Preston, Chase Lane back. Uh, they have this five-star freshman Evan Stewart coming in that I project will probably be starting. 
breaking in a new tight end and Jake Johnson, but the offense, I would say short of the quarterback, it's pretty good fucking offense. Yeah. Uh, I have to agree with you. Um, and I don't even know that Max Johnson, I, I think, you know, obviously there's the lawn chair element that we allude to frequently that, you know, in a pressure situation, he might not be the guy that's going to like Kirk cousins is your classic example of a guy that puts up great stats. But when the game's on the line, he's throwing a check down instead of gunning the ball down the field when you need a first down. Well, you, I don't know if that's Max Johnson, but it is Kirk Cousins. Well, you just wonder in the SEC West, Bryce Young, Will Rogers, uh, Jaden Daniels, KJ Jefferson, um, whatever Auburn decides to go with, it could be Calzada or uh, or Ole Miss Jackson Dart. Does I kind of think A and M has a bottom quarterback in the SEC West? I don't know. You know, I'm not. I haven't really studied Max Johnson like to the nth degree. You know, and watched enough tape on him to. I what stood out to me was that I'm not trying to shit on him. Maybe he maybe has a much better year. And and I mean, he started how many games? He played. It's it's more a testament to how good the SEC quarterbacks are in the West. True. You know what I mean. Uh, I don't even know if you mentioned uh, Mr. Heisman. Uh, no, I did. Bryce Young. Uh, Bryce yeah. Young. Okay. Um, Twelve games last year as the presumably at least playing, but uh, presumably the starter for LSU for Max Johnson. Um, what was the record? Six and six and seven. Six and seven. Yeah. So the the winning certainly leaves something to be desired. And LSU has no lack of talent either. So I think that that's they a, had ten players drafted, second most in all of college football. Yeah, a, yeah. a decent projection of what you would think you're going to get from him. Twenty set last year. Twenty seven. No, but I think Jimbo Fisher is a much better head coach than Ed Odrod. Yeah, certainly offensively. From an offensive standpoint. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I expect Mac Johnson to take a step forward. Losing Spiller hurts, but uh, like you said, Octane um, is uh, high Octane baby. I mean, well, let me take a look at his uh, his yards per rush. I, I believe high Octane seven yards per yeah, rush, getting it done. Nine touchdowns. Obviously, an elite kick returner. A and M leads the conference in yards per return on kickoffs. So had that big one against Bama. Yep. There is some explosion there. Now I do worry a little bit about the defensive side of the ball. Cause Mike Elko is the Duke blue devils head coach. And he was the defense coordinator a year ago and they were third in scoring defense, 36 in rush defense, 17th in pass defense, 14th overall Patty seed. They've replaced him with DJ Durkin and Tyler Stan Stanucci Stan Tucci. <laughs> I don't know how to pronounce that, but two defensive coordinators, two offensive corners, a lot of cooks in this kitchen, Patty C just five starters back on defense. They're replacing their entire defensive line. But as I alluded to before, they brought in like they basically brought in like dream team, the dream team uh, yeah. of uh, defensive Fresh linemen, the fab yeah. five, the fab seven of the, the question is, is how fast will they be able to make an impact? Uh, this is a good question. Uh, two, uh, two defensive ends drafted Devarman Leal and uh, Michael Clemens. So they're, they're going to have to step in if they want to replicate the production that was there last year. Now they brought in Makai Overton from Liberty. I think that was a nice get in the portal. Uh, just one linebacker back as well. And that's Andre white. Now they do return four or five in the secondary led by safety. Damani Richardson. They are breaking in a new kicker. If they're in some close games, they do return their punter kicker supposed to have a pretty dang good leg though. Um, any, let's see if, what do you a- make? What do you make of this team? Well, preseason all conference in the sec, uh, according to some publications have at least three offense alignment, Robinson Foster and Featherly uh, junior on that list. So if you have a good offensive line, you have a running back, like a chain, you have uh, a defense that 
was number three in the country last year. Granted, you're losing your coordinator. I think a lot of elements and the whole D line and the whole D line. I think yeah. a lot of the elements are there. I think if you can gel quickly and depending on what the beginning of their schedule looks like, maybe there's enough time, but I still think you're going to face a couple L's in yeah. SEC West play. We're going to get to it. We're going to talk. Uh, we're going to talk what Las Vegas expects from, from ATM as they say, right? The, what are they? Texas ATM now? That's right. The cash machine. That's right. Um, Spitting out cash. We're going to talk. We're going to go game by game on the schedule and, and give out what we project from, from the Aggies. We're also going to talk recruiting. We're going to talk uh, transfer portal, but first I got to get us paid. I want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience, Texas A&M Aggies, 2022 season preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks brought to you by win bet bet a hundred dollars at WinBet. get a hundred dollar free bet. Head over to sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering seventy percent off if you go to ipvanish.com/sgp. That's ipvanish.com/sgp. We're also brought to you by Draft Day 2.0. Yes, Ryan, Real Money Kramer, the Sports Gambling Podcast, will be drafting uh, fantasy football best ball teams for twenty four straight hours, starting on August 9th at noon Pacific. And the crew will be amazing. We'll all be raising money for uh, Daryl. A loyal listener of ours who uh, was injured in a motorcycle accident. So we're doing our best to try to help out Daryl. You can also draft with Ryan and a ton of other special guests. All the details at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash draft day. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Odds Trader is a place to compare odds from all the major sports books. You can also compare different signup codes and promo codes from sports book to sports book to assure that you get the best deal. Uh, the app also provides player statistics, key game stats, injury reports, projected game day weather for betters who make the most informed bets, and it also has a bet tracker, so you can track all your all your records on on game by game, conference by conference, team by team. So uh, go to oddstrader.com/bluewire. That's oddstrader, the number one site for all your game day bets. Patty C, we are back talking Aggie football. Hopefully you're subscribed on YouTube. Subscribe to the college football experience because we handicap every single D1 football and basketball game for the past what five years. All right. And oh, yeah. uh yeah, our records speak for themselves. They're available uh on tally sites. So we dive in. Yeah. We do what we do. And we've done FCS too. We did some FCS when they went spring and FCS playoffs. We try to cover it all. Uh, but here we are, Patty. See the transfer portal for Texas A and M. They just brought in two guys: Makai Overton, defensive lineman from Liberty, who was pretty damn good with uh, Liberty a season ago, and also quarterback Max Johnson, son of Brad Johnson, former Minnesota Viking and Florida State Seminole. They lost a lot, though, Patty. See, I got so two players. That's all they two brought players, in. Players, and they lost uh, defensive end Jason Harris to the Rutgers Scarlet Knights. Offensive tackle Derek Hunter is in the portal. Wide receiver Caleb Chapman went to Oregon. Uh, fire, uh, Baylor Cup, who was, I believe, that was a five star at one point, uh, went to Texas Tech. Uh, wide receiver uh, Damon Demas is in the portal. Uh, he was a five star as well. Uh, safety Eric Young portal wide receiver Daniel Bushland portal defensive lineman R.J. Arabo went to uh, Southern Illinois in the FCS. Shout out to Stone Labanowitz. <laughs> um, running back Darvin Hubbard went to Temple. Uh, running back DeAndre Jackson went to Oklahoma State, and Mike Gundy in the mullet. 
Quarterback Zach Calzada went to the Auburn Tigers. Cornerback Drayden Norwood went to the Missouri Tigers. Uh, and they lost defensive end Antonio Doyle to Deion Sanders in Jackson State. Mm, mm, mm. Patty C, I'm gonna go ahead and say they lost the point. It's tough because you if they get a starting quarterback, but Calzada, who started what, 10 games for them last year, left. Yeah. So that's, that's a, a wash, right? I say that's a win. I think I it's mean, a win for for what Max Johnson's better than Calzada, correct? Uh, Calzada stats last year, 56% completion percentage, 17 touchdowns, nine interceptions. So slightly better statistically. Yes. I think he's slightly better. Yeah. So I say you slight win there, but considering what you lost, Oh, it's absolutely yeah. an L in the portal. This team yeah. really it's, it's surprising. You would think a and M is the type of program, not necessarily super strict academic things, which is usually what like a Stanford doesn't do any transfers because of that. Um, but Transfer over the last four cycles, 321, 255, 67, and 105. Jim a little old school, man. Terrible, terrible. 13th in the conference, and that's only because Georgia really didn't do anything. Yeah. Um, so they would have been dead last other than that. He he is old school. He doesn't he is like old to transfer. School. Um talk to me about recruiting rankings. Uh recruiting, they've uh they've improved under him, obviously. Uh uh, 2018, they were number 17, but since then five, six, nine, and last year, number one, um, within the conference though, <laughs> it, you would think if you're five, six, nine, you would be pretty high within your conference, but no six, three, four, four, and one, they they're, they're still kind of like third or fourth in the pecking order. In fact, uh, as of last year, their four year composite, uh, talent rank was number five in the conference. Mm. Behind, I want to say Georgia, Alabama, LSU, and Florida. So that's number four within their own division. <laughs> yeah. Or yeah. no, I guess Georgia and Florida are both in the division. So number three in the division. Getting climbing up, getting closer, getting closer. Well, let's let's get to it. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the sweet ass graphic. Shout out to to Cameron Kerr, by the way. Uh SGPN graphics department. Cameron Kerr went to University of Texas AM. Uh, so, uh, you know, shout out to him. Um, Patty C the win total says eight and a half and I'm looking at the odds online right now. Currently the overs at minus one fifty, the unders at plus one thirty. So Vegas saying they're going to go nine and three, nine and three. They think, um, now we have noticed, we look back since, uh, 1998 or 1999 and beyond, they've only gotten to 10 wins once. So Getting to ten seems like uh, a lot, but nine, nine may be more possible. Obviously, yeah. I mean, actually, I mean, you go back, yeah. What to just, yeah. I mean, I guess in the in the late, and I guess RC Slocum had them going in like ninety one to ninety four with four straight double digit win seasons. But uh, yeah, it's gonna be a tough, tough thing to see here. Let's let's hop into it, man. Uh, Week one. I see. Should we put uh, a little upset alert out there? <laughs> Sam Houston State won the FCS national championship during the COVID season. Uh, last year they were eleven and one. They did lose Eric Schmid, their their star quarterback, but Jordan Yates transfers in from Georgia Tech. It's a big loss. Uh, they also lost their star running back Raymond Jefferson, but they added Oklahoma State running back. But I mean, there's no way, right? They beat Jacksonville State forty-two to seven last year. Jacksonville State beat Florida State last year. Yeah. So, Sam Houston State, you're right, probably shouldn't be uh, slept on. 
especially the local nature of this. I uh, like this. This is great. They should do this more often. I do feel like uh, Texas A&M, A&M rolls. Heavy right? favorite. Yeah. A line of scrimmages is going to be yeah. A&M rolls, and then they host Appalachian State and Chase Bryce. I appreciate A&M Watch challenging out. themselves. Yeah, last the year they didn't. I feel like this year they really are. Yeah. Um. Watch out! I think this is a sneaky, sneaky matchup here. Long if trip for the Mountaineers. I'm just saying, if your offense isn't going yet, if Max Johnson's struggling, yeah, App, App State's State got gets some guys. Chippy. Yeah. yeah, they've done it before. Yeah, they beat South Carolina at South Carolina. They beat Michigan at Michigan. I mean, they I want to North say Carolina uh, North Carolina. Michigan was preseason number five. I wonder what Texas A&M. Can we have a? Uh, what was that 2007 or so? Uh, yeah. Repeat? Yeah. Well, in App State, not only did they beat those teams that we alluded to, they've also pushed Penn State uh, season opener a couple of years ago. Yeah. I think Penn overtime. State ended up going like 10 and 3 that year. Yeah. Uh, they took them to overtime. App State should have won that game. They should, and App State should have won at Tennessee. Yeah. They took Tennessee to overtime. And then last year, they, they took my Miami, needed a uh, last second field goal. From about forty-eight yards to beat App State last yeah. year, so you watch feel out. Feel like A and M has just surpassed those other teams from a talent standpoint slightly, where they should be safe here. But A and M might not be that much more talented than Penn State was a few years yeah. back. Yeah, it's dangerous. It is a dangerous game, and then they get uh, Mario Cristobal <laughs> and uh, and uh, the Miami Hurricanes. Patty, see a Kyle Field, twelfth man. What are I, you What are you doing here? I feel like three and zero. Yeah, three and zero. I'm going to go ahead and say this, Patty C. They get uh, that stupid game. I wish they would play this on campus. The the matchup against Arkansas. I wish they would rotate these. I hate it at AT&T stadium. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I think they're going to go three and one in the month of, of September. I think one of those teams will get them. Uh, three and one. Oh, including the uh, Arkansas game. Yeah. I'll say this between Arkansas and miss at the road trip to Mississippi state. I think they'll get gotten once. So I got them at four and one. Really? Well, I got them at three and two because I think they lose at Mississippi State. Uh, it's a great look ahead spot to the game that everyone's been talking about all year, and that gets me to my sling uh, Texas A&M game of the year. It's college football season, which means you need the unbeatable coverage of Sling TV starting at a thirty-five dollar a month fee. Sling has all the big games on the biggest channels like ESPN, ESPN two, ESPN three, SEC Network, ACC Network, Fox. And the Big Ten Network, all for the same price. Uh, so you can you can stream on any device, record up to fifty hours with an included DVR space, and and you know and pause or change your service at any time. Check out Sling for special offers. Sling.com. Sling the TV you love for the price you'll love. Try us today. Sling. Patty C. I I got them actually. Uh, I got them losing at Mississippi State. I got them losing at Alabama. So you got them at three and three here. I do. Ah, buddy, I think you're sleeping on the old Aggies here a little bit. Well, I locked up the under last year and it hit. So, well, uh, what was the uh, under last year? Nine, nine, and when yeah. they go eight and four. Yeah. Well, now you got them at three and three. So you're. It, I think that's if a, the under is uh, I think, six this year. Then uh, then you're on pace. I think that's a ridiculous stretch right there. That is a tough. I, stretch. I wouldn't shock me if they were two and four. It would shock me. I mean, they did kind of get handled by Arkansas last year at the same venue. Arkansas, one of the only eight teams in the country that returned their starting quarterback, their head coach, their offensive coordinator, and defensive coordinator. I'm not sold 100% on Arkansas yet, although I do think they're legit. I feel like I feel like AM should be better than them. I feel like AM should be better than their first five 
teams they play. Mississippi I, State won at College Station last year. What makes you so sure that they're going to come into uh, Stark Vegas? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, and that's why I have between Arkansas and Mississippi State a loss. Mm. But dude, Miami doesn't really strike me as Miami is still a paper tiger to me. True, but I mean that's exactly what A and M's been to me. So it's kind of one of these ones. I think it's a 50-50 paper game. tiger yeah. bowl week three. Shots fired. <laughs> look, I mean, I'm I'm calling it. Look, A and M's good, but they're not great. So uh, A and M was the team that was losing to a horrible Colorado team for 59 minutes. So to go ahead and say like, hey. A and M did lose to Ole Miss. They Fair. lost to Mississippi State. These teams that you think they're automatically better than, Fair. they've been losing to. So and why should I just assume they're going to beat Alabama Miami? Even that Alabama game, even that Alabama game. Now it's Alabama, so you, a, a, a win at all or even being competitive should be commended. But they almost gave that one up. They got up big, and Alabama. they got severely outgained in the Bama game. I mean, yeah. Look, I get it. The twelfth man is unbelievable. I, I'm excited. I'm going to a game at the twelfth man this year. I I, I love what Kyle, what what Texas and a and M brings to college football, but I'm just saying, like, I'm taking A and M to beat Miami, but I do expect that to be a game. Yeah, I expect it to be like a seven, eight, nine point game. I think that spread will probably be five, six. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But, but either but way, I, but realistically, I would deal them Arkansas, Mississippi State, and Bama as the losses. But it could be Miami, and then they beat Arkansas, and then I, I just think they lose. Uh, Three and three. You I got think them. Mississippi State beat them in in, uh, in College Station last year, and there I, I have more questions about this A and M team than last year's team. Uh, and I think Mississippi State's going to be better than last year. So well, well, you're right that Spiller. Let's let's not Spiller Widemeyer, the the, the yeah. guard we talked to. The fact their whole defensive line was there last year, and Mike Elko. It's a lot a lot of ammunition you're packing there, buddy. But I have to acknowledge you. You make some good points. That said, um, I got them four and one, and then I do have Alabama kind of getting revenge here. Pretty good in Tuscaloosa, uh, four and two for me. They you get got, a, they get a bye week, and then they stay on the road. So in a way, you could say they've been on the road four straight weeks. Um, if you count the Arlington Texas game as a road as a that, that stupid dome game as a, as one, but then they head to Williams Bryce to take on uh, Spencer Rattler and the Gamecocks. I'll give this one to A and M, even though I think it's dangerous. Little tricky. Yeah, little I tricky. think it's dangerous. Um, you know, uh, what are you doing there? South Carolina is going to be up for it. The buy helps, but uh, South Carolina also has a buy coming into that week. I got to go A and M there. So I got them four and three. You got them at five and two. Five and two. Yep. They're home to Ole Miss. Ole Miss beat them pretty soundly last year. What's uh, the score on that one? Twenty nine nineteen on the road. But Durkin comes over from Ole Miss. So I do think he'll have a way to stop him. And I also think home field really matters a lot in college football. Plus Levy is gone. Yeah. I will take a and M to beat old miss. So I got him then at uh, what? Uh, five and three, right? Five and three. Okay. Look at you turning that corner. I'll say this between Ole Miss and Florida. There's a loss there. Most likely. I don't know. Napier. He did, uh, Fisher has a huge head start on him right now, and that game being played in College Station, maybe they can get both Ole Miss and Florida. I got home. I got them beating Ole Miss and Florida, so I got them moving to six and three. Man, I think that puts I don't know. I might agree with you. I might put them at seven to two. I might have them at six and three. It's pretty tough at this point. I got them at six and three, and then they head to Jordan Hare. Will Brian Harson be coaching this game? Who knows. Uh, it's a tough place to win. However, Patty, see, I got him at seven and three. 
Look at you. I, I certainly have them at three losses by the Auburn game. Let me see what the recent history in this uh, series has been. Uh, two straight by Texas A&M, but prior to that, three in a row by Auburn. Um, generally, I guess a relatively competitive game. I think. Uh, I think they have an, a loss. Be, I'll say that between Ole Miss, Auburn, and Florida, there's a loss. All right, I got them at seven and three, and then they host the this annual rivalry match, a border battle. Uh, the <laughs> UMass Minutemen come to Kyle Field, Patty C. I got them at eight and three. I do too. And then they host Brian Kelly and the LSU Tigers, and I got LSU winning that one, so I got them at eight and four. I am on the under, and maybe I I can make a you can make a case that they that they lose at Auburn and beat LSU, maybe. Either way, I got a mate in four. Yeah. I want to see the Louisiana state series recently. LSU um, has gotten them a lot. I mean, two of the last four for A&M, but prior to that uh, LSU had won, it looks like uh, eight or seven in a row. So I don't know though. Kelly, Kelly does make a big difference. That's a huge game, obviously for the, by, by then I think Kelly will really have his team. I think that's yeah. where the uh, the rubber meets the road, you know, whether they get the over or not. I feel like I want to lean under. I yeah, feel like I, I feel pretty lean. good about the under because I'm giving them a win at Auburn, a win to Florida, a win to, to Ole Miss, a win at South Carolina, a win to Miami, a win to App State. Yeah, I feel I, th- I feel pretty good about the under. So you don't see the championship uh, pedigree on this team just yet? No. They're I mean, not like I said, yet. Colorado was one of the worst teams. I think you can make a case. Colorado was maybe the worst power five team last year. Short, short, short of Arizona, maybe. Yeah. And I get it. That's just one game. You can take it out of context, but it was a terrible look. I just need to see better quarterback play. I don't know that I've ever been all on board with Jimbo Fisher. I think he's a good coach. Where do you put him in the uh, pecking order of SEC coaches and SEC West coaches in particular? Well, I mean. Uh, I think I put him like fourth. Uh, SEC overall. Yeah. You put him behind Saban, obviously. Behind Saban, behind Kelly, behind Leach, and then you put him behind Smart. Oh no, I, I thought you said SEC West. Oh, SEC West, yeah. Because, but obviously, I would put him behind Smart. Yes. So fifth in the SEC, yeah. and then fourth in the uh, SEC West. I think you can make a case for Stoops too. Maybe, but. I mean, obviously, we, I'd like to see. We, we might see Stoops at Florida State. See if he can do what Fisher did there. Well, Fisher was the beneficiary of winning a national championship pre CFP. They just ran the ACC, which I don't think it was that hard. And then they, they got, they got Auburn in the national championship game. But even that game came down to a fourth down, had a lot of breaks go their way. Big kick return. That's um, true. Florida had kind of taken a step back by the time Florida state, you know, elevated to that level. Oh, I kind of agree with you. I'm not 100. I mean, I, I'm not going to sit here and say he's a bad coach. You can't I'm, No, I would never say that he's a bad coach. I think he's solid, but do he I lost think three games in three years at Florida state? That's pretty damn good. You know? Okay. But at Florida state, we we've talked about this before, like turnkey program. Like he was handed the keys of a Cadillac. Now I I'm not, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. Yeah. I'm just saying the accolades might be a little bit more than I'm ready. He's to, very Brian yeah. Kelly ish. Yes. He's very Brian Kelly ish. Uh, folks. Also, uh, SGP crew, me, myself, uh, stack of the money green and Sean, uh, I'm sorry. And uh, real money Kramer, I think we'll be at that old miss game on uh Saturday, October 29th at Kyle field. So come drink a beer with us. Um, if all goes correct, we will be there. So 
I'm excited to be look. Boom. And we can chop it up then and talk uh, with A and M fans. That's what I'm saying. Let me grab that. Come on here. Boom. Boom. Let's go. In the house. Let's go. I'm ready for that. Hey, you know we should throw up a little or throw down a little bit. Welcome. There we go. Horns down. Horns there down we go. Fuck Texas. Damn right. Fuck Texas. Look, maybe I'm wrong. I, I I would love to see a and M. I would love to see a shuffle. I would. Ho- I I I just don't see it yet. But I'm saying like I would love to see a and M win the SEC West. Any chance he can get Bama again? No. No. Saving. <laughs> no, not this Bama team. This Bama team's loaded. Well, they're pretty next damn year in College year. Station. Maybe. Yeah, I think they're getting closer. I think AM, they just keep it up. He's got to get the recruiting class, I want to say right now, is sitting at number 34. Obviously, he's going to close stronger than that, but he needs to be in the top five to six every single year if he's going to get over that hump. So sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. Keep it up, Jimbo. Keep Th- going. There we go, folks. I'm on the under. He's on the under. Subscribe to the college football experience. Subscribe to the college basketball experience, as I alluded to. Too. I think Buzz Williams is going to have A and M in the tournament this year, and also check out the college baseball experience with me and Noah Beanick. Uh And uh, look, if you can go to iTunes and give us a five star review, we'd certainly appreciate that. We do this each and every year, breaking down all 131 college football teams. And uh, look, if you give us a five star review, say some nice things about us. Take a screenshot. Find me on Twitter. Uh, find the college football experience on Twitter at TCE on SGPN or myself at the Colby D show us that uh, screenshot. And we're going to enter you in a, just a, a, a raffle, a raffle to, uh, to get a SGPN gift card. Our store is brand new. It's fantastic. I'm telling you it's worth it. It's worth it. Folks leave us. It takes 30 seconds out of your day. All right, come on, do it. Uh, also check out the sports gambling podcast. They're breaking down all 32 NFL teams right now, 32 episodes going through the win totals, you know, who you should draft in fantasy football, all this nonsense, uh, this good nonsense might I add, but uh, check it out. If you're a Cowboys fan, Texans fan, I don't know who they like down there. Saints. Maybe I don't know. Deep diving, um, deep diving for the Texas folk. So check that out. Check out all of our other podcasts, uh, NBA gambling podcasts. I know some, maybe some Dallas Maverick or Houston rocket fans there, San Antonio Spurs. Um, what else do we got? We got the f- Formula One gambling podcast. I mean, shit, golf gambling podcast. Everyone loves golf. Uh, boxing, MMA gambling podcast. You go on and on and on. Soccer gambling podcast. Got the World Cup coming in November, Patty C. MLS gambling podcast. Whatever. MLB gambling. Podcast. Look, get get the SGP like app. You'll have access to all of the that. The good folks in a, in College Station aren't worried about soccer. You know, true. True, but right. still, we're gonna hype it anyway. Maybe, Maybe you guys there's get some DJs like, that are just betting and saying, you know what? I know it wasn't Clint Dempsey, a Texas boy. I, I don't know that answer. He was one of the uh, <laughs> all stars on the soccer uh, U.S. soccer team. Yeah, look, maybe Texas does like their soccer. I anyway, we got I'm everything just spitballing here. I'm just yeah. spitballing. All right, we know Texas loves football. Subscribe to the USFL gambling podcast as well. Subscribe to the CFL gambling podcast. Yes, Canadian Football League going on now in the summer, folks. We got you covered. Hop into the Discord channel. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. I think you'll dig it. We're talking all things betting, all things. It's just a lot of fun. Even like, even if you're not even into gambling, you're in there talking. It's just everything you can think of. Even like a movie section, a food section, what you're throwing on the grill this weekend. Oh yeah. Check it out. And uh folks, also uh check out the like I said, subscribe on YouTube, the college football experience. So youtube.com slash the college experience. All right, folks. 
Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831, NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore NICK. I'm on Twitter at the Colby D. We are the college football experience. Give us a follow and let's kick some ass, all right? This is the college football experience, Texas AM style. Horns fucking down. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Run and shoot.